Hello, my friends, and welcome to another Cup of Joe podcast. It is Thursday, December the 16th, and wherever you are, whenever you are listening to this, I wish you God's goodness. I wish you God's embrace, his nearness, his life within you this day. Thanks for being a part of this pod and breaking open God's word with me. For those who don't know me, and I've not introduced myself in quite some time, my name is Joe Zenk. I used to be, for 30 years, a lay Catholic minister uh, within the church, within the Diocese of Green Bay primarily, although uh, I was for 10 years in the Diocese of Cheyenne, Wyoming, and for six in the Archdiocese of Green Bay. Uh, And just one month ago, one month ago today, began as a hospice spiritual care or chaplain uh, in uh, a local hospice here. And so that's what I do. And what I do on this pod is I break open the daily gospel almost, you know, exclusively, although sometimes I'll wander into the first reading uh, and, uh, and give a few thoughts on it, you know, and I don't want these to go too long. Just kind of something where you can be driving in the car to go to work and listen to the Word of God and say, whoa, that's kind of cool, something for us to chew on as we go through the day. Today's a special day for me, my friends. 26 years ago today, I married my best friend, and I'm so grateful, best decision I ever made, and I am so grateful for Renee in my life. And so we celebrate our 26th, and that is just a good, good thing. So if you would keep us in prayer. Uh, yeah, thank you. Thanks for that. So, okay, let's uh, break open the gospel. Luke chapter 7. We did that yesterday, right? And we're going to follow immediately afterward. Yesterday, we did Luke 7, 18b to 23. Remember, John was in doubt. He's in prison, sends people and says, hey, ask if this is the one or should we look for another because he's not meeting my expectations of what Messiah ought to be. And uh, we're going to follow immediately after that today, John 7, 24 to 30. So let's break open God's word together. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. When the messengers of John the Baptist had left, Jesus began to speak to the crowds about John. What did you go out to the desert to see? A reed swayed by the wind? Then what did you go out to see? Someone dressed in fine garments? Those who dress luxuriously and live sumptuously are found in royal palaces. Then what did you go out to see? A prophet? Yes, I tell you, and more than a prophet. This is the one about whom Scripture says, Behold, I am sending my messenger ahead of you. He will prepare your way before you. I tell you, among those born of women, no one is greater than John. Yet the least in the kingdom of God is greater than he. All the people who listened, including the tax collectors, who were baptized with the baptism of John, acknowledged the righteousness of God. But the Pharisees and scholars of the law, who were not baptized by him, rejected the plan of God for themselves. My friends, the gospel of the Lord. 
Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. A couple of uh, points that I want us just to ponder today. And, and, and even before I get to them, I guess a little aside. Love that idea. What did you go out to the desert to see? A reed swayed by the wind, meaning somebody who, who is uh, swayed by the popular opinion of the day uh, or the, uh, of the moods of the culture or the, uh, the whatever's on Twitter today and doesn't stand her or his ground. Is that what you went out to see? Because most definitely that wasn't John, was it? This was somebody who knew who he was and knew what he was about. Would we be so blessed to do that, brothers and sisters? Because again, in, in, in today's day and age, it can be so easy. We have so many things coming at us. Unbelievable amounts of information. How do we know who we are and what we're about. I think there's only one way, right? And I think that goes to the, to the second half of the gospel where it talks about the, the tax collectors who were baptized with the baptism of John uh, and acknowledged the righteousness of God. But the Pharisees and scholars of the law who were not baptized by him, they rejected the plan for God and for themselves. So what, what Jesus is saying about John this is point number one, is no one in the history of the world, no one in the history of creation is greater than this man. That's a huge statement. And that's saying Moses, that's saying Isaiah, that's saying Jeremiah, that's saying all these heroes, I mean Abraham of, of, the, of the Jewish scriptures, None are greater than John the Baptist. But yet he goes on to say, but in the kingdom, the least in the kingdom is greater than he. In, in, there is a great equanimity. There is, is a great leveling in the kingdom of God. If you are a tax collector, you are welcome. And you hold your head up high as you walk into that kingdom. Because you are loved and you are valued and your dignity is every bit as much as the greatest person that ever was born of woman. Right? That's what God is saying. That, that can we accept that? And those who are on the bottom, the, the tax collectors, which is the ones that he talks about here, prostitutes, right? Those on the fringes, well, they loved that idea. Because they've been on the bottom and have never been recognized with any sort of dignity or respect in their life. And the ones on the top, that doesn't serve them well. Why would they, why would they want to be a part of that? Because it brings them down. Brothers and sisters, I don't know much about the plan God has. And, and I, I want to walk softly on that idea. I've heard it misused way too many times of, of people who are um, having bad things. They got in a car accident or they carry an illness and they're like, well, God's got a plan for me. Boy, oh boy, my friends, I struggle with that idea and struggle with that image of God because I don't think God gives us those things. That's how I understand God at this point in my life. That doesn't make sense to me of the God of Jesus Christ. Now, I do believe God's in the middle of those things. And I do believe God is in the middle of that accident and in the middle of that cancer and in the middle of that 
loss and grief, and he can make it new. I believe that he can take that and heal it. And so I, whenever we talk plan of God, I want to be very, I want to be, I want to be ginger. I, I don't want to speak out of things that are beyond me. But I will say this. I do believe God is an invitation and a mission, and you have been made unique for a special purpose in this life. And so have I. And I, I again, I used that image twice last week. Sorry, I'm using it again, that whole idea of the, uh, of the um, GPS, right? That, that redirects us when we don't hear it. Listen, Mary had a plan for her life. But when Mary heard God's plan and she said, I'm not sure how these two plans go together. I didn't know man. I was kind of planning to stay that way. But you're talking about having a child. This doesn't make sense to me. And the angel says, don't worry. Nothing's impossible with God. I can take those and make them one. Brothers and sisters, we may have a plan. That's okay. But as long as we open whatever that plan is and open it to, to the Spirit of God, somehow, I'm not going to tell you how to listen to God, but I will say we need to listen to God. However, uh, hello, my beautiful wife. She's sneaking in here and just looking like, can I come in? <laughs> hello. Do you want to say hello to the people, Ray? I already told them it's our anniversary. Say hello. Hello, everybody. <laughs> this is the best woman in the world. Married to a good guy. So, um, oh gosh, I don't even know where I was. But the idea that, that God's inviting us to something new. Oh, yeah, listening. The brothers and sisters, I don't want to say how to listen to God. I listen to him in silence. That's that's my way in, in what's called centering prayer. In just a, in, and it's a listening in the heart and a trusting there. But you know what? There are, it's as unique as, as you are and I am that God speaks to us. But we need to listen because that's how God presents God's plan to us. Somehow, that's where those invitations come. And again, like John, they may not come in ways and in means that we expect, but, but, there they are. And like Mary, even like John, it's like, huh, I got to create space for that. And that's awesome. Here's the other thing I want to say. So that's point number one. Point number two is this. And it's just a, I love this point. And it, and it speaks to the equanimity again. It speaks to the great equality, egalitarian, whatever word you want to use. It speaks to the great leveling that the greatest in the kingdom of God is no more dignified, respected, loved, um, than the least. Because we may feel pretty least a lot. Brothers and sisters, God's love and life. Remember what he said to the, to the criminal on the cross? He, the criminal was next to him and said, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. He said, I assure you, this day you will be with me in paradise. Brothers and sisters, that's us. Make no mistake, that's us. And that our God lifts us from wherever we think we are today. 
Now, don't just take my word for it. I'm going to venture into the first reading. Remember, okay, this is what God's saying. Jesus is very clearly saying, everybody, hey, listen, the kingdom of God is this great leveling. So I'm going to go back to Isaiah. It's Isaiah 54 is our first reading today. I'm not going to read you the whole thing, but I want to read you one line. Isaiah is telling the people, he's speaking about God, giving them a vision. And he's saying, enlarge the space for your tent. Spread out your tent cloths unsparingly. Lengthen your ropes and make firm your stakes. I'm going to read that again because it's way too good. Enlarge the space for your tent. Spread out your tent clothes unsparingly. Lengthen your ropes and make firm your stakes. This goes with what we were saying yesterday. Brothers and sisters, Jesus wasn't concerned in the least that John was doubting who he was. He told him, you know, yesterday who he was through what he was doing, right? And then he goes on to talk about the greatness of John. He doesn't say, you know, I really thought John was pretty good up until this conversation I just had with his followers and and the doubt he's having. So we just got to pray for him. You know, hopefully he'll come back on track. You know, he's doing some backsliding. Ugh. Jesus' love, his admiration, his respect for John didn't waver an iota. He goes on to talk about him as the greatest, you know, person ever to walk the earth immediately. And what our God through Isaiah is telling us, what Jesus is telling us is enlarge the space. You know what? If you think the kingdom is for this group, if you think uh, God only works in this way, if you think that, that uh, Christ is only going to come back like this, I think Jesus says, you know what? Enlarge the space of your tent. Spread out your tent cloths unsparingly. Pope Francis, these are not my words, Pope Francis, and I love it when he uses it, he calls Catholicism a big tent. Why? Because under that tent, we contain everybody. We contain everybody from Dorothy Day to Mother Angelica and everybody in between. And there's a whole lot of people in between. Brothers and sisters, Catholicism is a big tent, but the kingdom of God is even bigger. Allow that to sink in and let it reassure you that you are one of those invited And you and I get to hold our head up high, not because of who we are and what we've done in our own, you know, works and and arrogance and, and I deserve, but because of the grace of God, because we are his children and he loves his children. Last line of Isaiah, and then let's pray. Though the mountains leave their place and the hills be shaken, my love shall never leave you, says the Lord, who has mercy on you. That's the God who seeks us out, who is the great leveler, who expands those 10 stakes amazingly large. Let's pray, my friends. So we begin in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Oh, my Lord, have mercy. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. The uh, fourth glorious mystery the Assumption of Mary. 
Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell, lead all souls to heaven, especially those in most need of thy mercy. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. And Saints Joseph and Helen, pray for us. My friends, have a wonderful Thursday. God's peace and blessings upon you. Thanks for being with me today. And we'll see you again tomorrow as we break open God's word one more time. God's peace.